12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. In Eversink, the Office of Book Retrieval has librarian agents tasked by the Triskadine to recover overdue books and collect fees. In some cases, offenders must be neutralized by the agents for stealing important tomes. These are their stories. Hello, my name is Wes Otis, and welcome to Bookhound Bounty Hunters, episode number 10, our finale for this season. Let's meet our wonderfully talented cast. Uh, let's start with Michelle. Hey, I'm Michelle, and I am playing Katja, your local friendly assassin. And, you know, she's finding out that there's some booby traps around here. I'm Farah Sarpkaya, and I am playing Giovanna Letteratura, a church militant. We are both she, her, uh, but only she is in mortal peril. Hey, hey, everyone. I'm Sam, that's Sam with two M's, who will be playing Tisha Valor, our favorite drunken priest who is currently getting drunk with Agent Brad. And when I say with, I mean she by herself and completely ignoring the presence of Agent Brad at this time. I use she, they pronouns, and Tisha uses she, her. Hi, my name is Candace, also around the internet as Candace Magnificent. My pronouns are they, she, and I am playing the dualist and sometimes mercenary Leo De Silva, also they, she. Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. So, in the last episode, you went back to Giovanna's ancestral home, a large mansion that's decaying, and you found her parents there. The veil between the afterlife and the living world is very thin, and they had made their way back to talk with Giovanna. They offered to protect the city for eight hours so that you all could get some sleep, but it made them very weak. And so you had to do a prayer to Denari to make sure they could cross back over safely. Tisha helped with that particular prayer and her wife appeared out of the afterlife to help the parents get back to their rightful place. And there was a very good moment between all three of them, all five of them, uh, where they all spoke for a second. After they left, you all decided to go to Red Pig to do some reconnaissance. Leo snuck into their father's house and took a new cape to be able to do the job and was successful on getting in and out. When you got there, Agent Brad was waiting, said everybody else was waiting. And then Tisha had a vision. She realized Mother Biblia was watching them from behind. She attacked. And of course, our two let's not think, let's run players turned around and ran towards the fire. Meanwhile, Katya left to go check out the room where they believe Enzo is. There was a large clock inside and she sensed a trap. So she left and went back to find Tisha on her own because the other two had run off to go and find Mother Biblia. Mother Biblia led them to the sewer. When they went down, she had removed her skin, her human skin, to reveal her reptile skin. 
she is part of the Serpentine Empire, which means she might be over a thousand years old. And she has several friends with her. So Leo and Giovanna are by themselves in the sewer, faced with this revelation. Meanwhile, Katya and Tisha are up on the street level with Agent Brad, and they don't know what's going on, and that's where we're going to start things. So, Katya and Tisha, you're standing there looking at each other, and Brad is like, what should we do? And suddenly, Tisha's eyes roll up in the back of her head, blood spurts out of her nose, she falls to her knees, throws her arms open, and starts to speak in a strange tongue with a lot of S's in it, a lot of snake-like language. Now, you take three points of damage from this prophecy hit, and what do you want to do, Katya, as she's having this almost out-of-body experience? I want to grab onto her and just make sure she doesn't hurt herself, you know, like hit her head against anything or whatever. But I don't know that there's anything else I can do. Okay, you grab onto her, your eyes go into the back of your head, you suddenly go into a trance, and blood comes squirting out of your nose. You take five points of damage. Oh no, I'm like, it follows. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) So both of you see the following. You see Leo and Giovanna in the sewer. They are fighting for their lives. They are severely cut with blood oozing out of several strikes. You see Mother Biblia walk up to Giovanna and sink her teeth into her cheek and inject venom into her face. You then see Leo get struck down by three swords. This is just one possible future. What do the two of you do when you wake up? I like shake my head and I say, this must not happen. This must not happen. And I tell Brad about the trap in the inn to like keep people safe because that's a dead end and Enzo can't leave if he's even there, right? Whoever's in there can't leave. And then I look at Tisha and I say, is this what you go through every time? This was much worse. Tisha full on flops over and just barfs everywhere, just (laughs) all across the ground. Well, I think that answers my question. Pale, clammy, (laughs) just literally shaking like this is probably the most scared you've ever seen tisha 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 look at me tisha and she's like like kind of glazed over still kind of like trying to focus on you i tap her face i don't actually slap her but i kind of tap her face i go tisha focus we need to go and we need to go now we need some type of like poison antidote or 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 something in this amount of time Maybe uh, you can think of some sorcery on the way, but we need to go now. And I I tell Brad what's going on. I tell him where we're going, but I also tell him about the inn. And I grab Tisha's hand and we start. Should I go with you? Tell the others first and then meet us. All right. So here's how we're going to do this. I have a 12-sided die because we're 12-sided stories. And we're going to say that you have 12 
rounds to make this prophecy not come true. No pressure at all. None at all. All right, so let's jump over to the other two. Giovanna and Leo, you stand there and there's like five serpent people plus Mother Biblia. Leo, you notice behind them, Enzo, he's floating in the water that's about three inches high or four inches high. So like his body's like half submerged, but he's facing up and he has been bit several times. He is very much dead. And she goes, all we have to do now is wait, but I'm going to be very happy to dismantle you all one piece at a time. And then they lunge for you. I am going to say, because Leo is our duelist, I'm gonna say probably a little bit faster than Giovanna. Leo, and this is round one, we are gonna say that you're first in this particular round. Okay. Go for it. So she sees me then, I I jump down and she sees me right away. You know what? Okay, let me go back, because I had forgotten that you were being stealthy. Giovanni jumps down. You realize she's down there. You hear what she says. I'm going to make a stealth roll for you to see if she knows that you're there. Okay? I think that's fair. So you have to beat a four. How many points in stealth do you want to use? I'm going to use four. Okay, so it's an automatic success no matter what you roll. Yeah. So you use Giovanna's tree-like height to hide yourself as you sneak down into the sewer. So she thinks that just Giovanna is there. What do you want to do? You're the first to go. They're lunging towards Giovanna, and you're kind of off to the side in the darkness. How many? There's five, including Mother Biblia? So six altogether. I would love to try and stealthily take out, like, as she starts moving in toward Giovanna, I would love to just, like, try to take some out, like, from the back and just, like, drop people, because I have cleave, so it would be rad. All right, let's do that. So I have to roll to hit, and then I roll my damage? Right. And you want to you want to hit for as many points cuz the more points you hit for the the more people you hit. So if you roll a 7, you hit an extra. If you roll a 10, you hit 2. If you roll 13, you hit 3. Okay. And then to get pluses to my damage, I can use like one of my tactics of death or spot frailty or something. Yeah, Tactics of Death would be perfect, actually. Okay. I feel like I spent that in the last episode, not this one. Yes. No, this is brand new. You haven't done anything yet. I'm going to spend five. Okay. For my warfare. Would you get six? Yes. That's an 11. Awesome. (laughs) Explain how you hit the back three. So I, like, skulk around in the darkness as they're hearing the clanging and stuff of Giovanna and I get behind them. I just kind of position myself behind these goons and I wait for a chance to strike when they're least expecting it. And I hit him and I hit him hard. I go in, daggers out, and I like press up against the first one, pin them to the wall, and then turn around and try to slice the second one's throat open. Awesome. And then I try to like go back into the darkness if I can, because I'm trying to like be quick because there's a lot of stuff happening. So I'm trying to kind of just get in and get out. So the first one you do full damage to, the next two you do four damage per. And I I tell you what, I'll give you a plus one to each additional one. So five apiece. Okay? Okay. Thank you. No problem. I rolled a nine. All right. Just write this down. Okay. So yeah, you seriously wound the first guy with that nine. That's a lot of... The other two, you make them very, very unhappy. And Sir Wilhelm's going. (laughs) Yeah. You, You did well. You struck them. They're a little bit tougher though than your average goons so you did a lot of damage but they're still up okay who do you want to pick to go next 
I would like to pick Giovanna to go next. Giovanna. Mother Biblia is coming towards me after her rude monologue. Yep. <laughs> I dedicated my life to you, and this is the thanks I get. And now I'm going to fuck her day up and just swords. Swords all day, man. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the goal is to chop her head off, but, like, I don't think that's going to happen. But, like, you know, I'll do what I can. Do you want to try to spend some kind of extra point to do extra damage? Okay. Either spot frailty, because that's the logical choice, or trustworthy, because I fucking trusted her with everything. And there is so much rage. (laughs) I am backed by the holy fight of Denari. There's no Denari in that. God Damn it, Wes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 19th level father. <laughs> Go ahead. I this every day. Oh, so perfect. This is my entire Christmas. That was my entire, the last five days. Just all, anyway. <laughs> Emotional trauma and puns. I, <laughs> what's the number to beat? Because I'm going to dump so much warfare into this. Four. Okay. And a crit is three over, right? Five over. Five over. So four, five, six, seven, eight, nine would be... Basically, if you do a crit, you do max damage. Yeah. So let's go for... Let's go for four. That's a four. That doesn't get me the crit unless I got something extra for my other stuff, or is that a damage situation? That's a damage situation. So you'll roll 2d6. Uh, that's a six. That's a three. So, nine. Nice! Nine points. All right. All of my rage. All of my rage. All right, cool. Tisha always misses the hot and, like, battle. Like, the hotness of battle. She always comes in on the back end. Everyone's destroyed. It's like, damn it, I missed it again! So, I'm going to say that you, Brad, and Katya find the grate, open it up, and you hear the clattering, and you go down. Giovanna, who do you want to pick next to go? I will go for Katja. Okay, so I drop in, and I see what's happening, and I want to start throwing some daggers at Mother Biblia. All right. And it's a four? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to put three in. Okay. And I rolled a five, so that's eight. So that's an eight. Cool. Go ahead and do your damage. It's a 1d6 plus one. Okay, sorry. Let me just mark. 1d6 plus one. Yep. (sighs) Two points. All right, who do you want to go next? Going to have Brad go next. All right, Brad takes out his sword, and he is going to try to hit her. He's just straight up going to try to knock her down. He rolled a four, so he did well. And he does four points of damage. Alright. You're noticing that you're hitting her and a few moments after you hit her, her wounds close back up. It's as if she's been blessed by something. Alright. Go for it, Tisha. Okay. Here's Mother Biblia doing everything that she can to essentially pollute the city itself with the corruption of Denari's blessing. 
Yeah, she wants the whole city to fall back into the swamp. Right. I don't think Denari would like a bit of that at all. And maybe she should be made aware of the fuckery that's happening in her city at this point in time. Well, absolutely. I think that she probably already is sensing where... Because remember, the city is Denari, so it's like having a cut. She knows where the cut is. She knows... Right now, it's also the fact of stopping the bleeding. I think, like, what you could do with one spin is maybe call out to the spirit world for them to attack Mother Biblia, which would work well. Um... How does that sound? Would that work for you? That sounds dope as shit. Because I had a backup plan if that didn't work either. Okay. So, okay. So I'm going to backtrack the spirit site and instead use flashback to be like, so after we saw all the spirit stuff happening at Giovanna's house, just to clear my mind after everything, I took a little stroll through the property to the library and in the library i found a book on snakes snake charming snake slash humanoid people and i'm thinking if this is the same thing that we fought earlier i charmed the shit out of that snake i'm gonna charm the shit out of these ones too Okay, so the first thing you need to do for that is make a preparedness roll. You just have to beat a four. So how many preparedness points do you want to put in? I'll put three in. Okay, cool. Now, the next part is sway. So you're using your sway to, to, to charm this person. To really charm Mother Biblia, though, you're going to have to hit like an eight. Because she is pretty badass. She has a lot of grit. Uh, which is her ability to avoid being swayed. I'm going to put eight points into this. Eight points? Okay, go ahead and roll. And this will work a little different on her than it did on the big snake, just so you know. Absolutely. But it will do moral damage, morale damage. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. (sighs) Six, baby. Okay, so with your eight, that is 14. So that is way over what you need. That's a critical hit. We'll do max damage like we do for morale. So you hit her for, I think, 12 points of damage of her morale and cause her to kind of stumble back a little bit. I'm going to say that you stun her for this particular round. Leo, the injured serpent people are going to try to hit you. Your hit threshold is four. All right, so the first one is going to try to stab you. All right, he hits. He got a seven. The next guy, see, now I'm rolling well. So I rolled a six, so that's a eight. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) The third one missed. So you get hit twice, and you take seven points of damage, actually, which is a lot. You feel these gashes go into you. All right, so this brings us to the next round. Because Mother Biblia is stunned right now and won't be able to go until the end of the round, I'm going to start with Giovanna. Like, does she look fully healed or, like, that it's still lingering, but it's, like, mostly okay? It's mostly okay. It seems like it's healing really fast. Okay, talk to me about how damage works. If there's a way for me to try to chop off her head 
and hope that she can't recover from that? Or is that damage threshold basically impossible? No, you could totally cut her head off, but for Mother Biblia to release Denari's spirit, which she has obviously taken, which is why she's so hard to kill, you would have to have her alive. If you kill her, the soul is lost. It, it goes into the afterlife, and that becomes a whole different thing. Yeah. In order to draw the spirit out of her, she has to be alive. Hmm. Shit. I don't know how to put a snake to sleep. Um, I will say, spot frailty, for those of you who have it, know that cold is a good way to make a snake go to sleep. I can only assume the water is cold. Yeah, absolutely. I would like to football tackle her into the water. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What is up with you and following snakes in the water? I'm so listen. <laughs> I'm good at like two things, and one of them <laughs> is punching people really hard in the throat with a sword. So like, fair. <laughs> All right, you're gonna be using a warfare to slam her down into the water and keep her head under to hopefully make her get cold enough that she starts to stop moving and maybe get tied up. Are you putting any extra investigation points into this or no? Yes. If we're still doing multiple, bot, frailty, and have I used... I don't think I've used trustworthy yet, but I would make an argument for it insofar as she taught me not to fight dirty. So this is fighting dirty. (laughs) Okay, cool. So go ahead and uh, give me your roll. What's the number to beat? The number to beat is a four. Okay. I will put a three in then. Okay. That's a four, so eight. Awesome. So you slam her down underneath the water, and you're holding her there. Who do you want to go next? Toss it over to Leo. All right, Leo, you've been hit twice by these people. You have your snake fang in your hand. What do you want to do? Can I try to use this, like, tooth to fuck up the other guys? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if I get points because it's, like, ripped from the mouth of one of their elders, I'd imagine. I think so. Yeah, I'll give you extra damage to it, definitely. The first guy that I hit, is he down? Is he down for the count and others four? No, he's still up, but he's badly wounded. They're not healing like Mother Biblia is. Okay, I want to do the same thing I did last time, but this time with the dragon tooth. I'm going to use four points of warfare and uh, just to make sure that, like, I'm freed hopefully next turn to deal with Mother Biblia to help Giovanna deal with Mother Biblia. And I think I want to use my other point of tactics of death. Okay, so you're going to do a ton of damage. Are you hitting all three of them again? Yeah, but this time I want to hit the guy that's most wounded last this time. Okay, so that makes sense. Okay, go ahead and give me a roll. Mm Mm-hmm. And how many points of warfare are you spending? Four. Okay. So that's a nine. Nice. All right. So that's a critical hit. So the first guy takes max damage and is dead. How do you kill him? I kind of spin around. Like, I'm I'm hurt, so I'm clutching my side. I've already been kind of gashed a little bit. And I use my opposite hand to kind of just wield this thing. Like, it's kind of slung over my shoulder because it's large. And I just, like, spin around and try to go for his throat and just, like, take it out along the way with the curved end. And then I go to kind of swing back around with it to get the other guy. Okay, so you end his singing career. <laughs> okay, 
that was a massive amount of damage. And then do I have to roll damage for the other guys? No, that's uh, th- they both take five. They're they're ex- they're still up, but they're definitely severely wounded. Because I rolled the nine to hit, not for the damage. Oh well, you got max damage on the first, and then you got five points for each one after that. Oh, perfect. Okay, so then one guy is fucked up. One guy's down. He's unconscious slash probably dead. The other two are still up, but seriously wounded. Okay, cool. All right, who would you like to pick to go next? I'd like to pick Tisha. Tisha. Is there anything pointy around that's like sticking up or jutting up out of the ground or the walls? Sure, absolutely. There's probably a piece of pipe or something that you can grab, definitely. Awesome. So the closest one next to Leo after they just took that last one down. Right. I'm just going to barrel full speed ahead right towards him to push his body on to and impale him on one of the broken pipes. Okay, sounds great. So this is just, you need to get a four. I know you don't have any warfare, correct? I do. All right, how many points do you want to spend? Have a point. I, awesome. I just have, I'm going all in, baby. All right, all so you in. spend your point. All My right, one point, roll. all in, baby. Sounds good. <laughs> all right, let's see how it goes. Oh, that was hot dog shit. That's a three. Okay, but you spent one point, so you still hit. Okay. So you roll 1d6 plus one of damage as you impale them on a tuberculosis pole. Okay, that's a five. All right, he gasps for a moment and falls. Tisha, who do you want to pick to go next? Did Katja go yet this round? Nope. Okay, yeah, Katja. Neither did Brad. Go for it, Katja. With Mother Bibli in the water, I'm going to focus on the remaining mooks, and I want to do cleave. All right. With my warfare. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I'll put, I may as well just do it all. I'm going to put five into it. All right, cool. So you're putting five into it. You got to beat a four. Thank God I put five. I I got six. So you only hit one of them. Okay. Uh, Are you hitting the one that's really injured or do you go for another one? Well, I mean, I want to go for another one because I'd like to, because, you know, I want to get as many down as possible. So how much damage do you do? One D six plus one. It's five points of damage. All right, cool. Uh, and you want Brad to go next? Yeah. Okay, Brad's going to attack the one that you just attacked. Okay, he hits. And he does three more points stitch. So, All right, cool. Brad doesn't get a choice. I get to go next. Mother Biblia is going to try to push herself out of this cold water with her strength. So it's an athletics roll. So let's make this a opposed roll. So, Giovanna, I need you to roll. How many points do you want to put of athletics to try to keep her down? A lot. I'm not going to spend all of my quarters at the arcade. It's hard not to. Paperboy's a fun game. (laughs) I will spend four. Okay. Roll your die, add four to it, and tell me what you get. And that's what she has to beat to push herself out of this one. Okay, dice, don't fuck me. That's a three, so seven. All right, so... She is going to also spend four of her athletics because she is freaking out. Oh, what'd you get? A seven? Mm-hmm. She got a six. 
Yep. So she failed. She is still pinned under the water. Good. All right. So it's that's the end. Oh, Mooks. So one of these guys, one of these snake people, is going to try to tag Leo because Leo is damaged. All right, Leo, you get tagged. You take one point of damage, so not a lot. I'm still in the green, but just barely. Yeah, they're trying to take you down. Now, just as a refresher, I believe, let's see, we have two of them are down, two of them are severely injured, and one is still relatively fresh. I will pick Leo to go first. Leo, what do you want to do? The one who's fresh, I'm going to go ahead and try and hit him one more time. Okay, cool. If I use taunt, do I get pluses? Yeah, you can taunt them a second time. What is, what is, <laughs> what about command? Command is more like uh, you have your allies, right? Ordering people to do stuff. Okay. Then I'm going to use taunt. Okay. I have no, no points in warfare. Okay. You, if you use taunt, if you spend a point of taunt, you get a plus two. That's an eight. Awesome. Okay. So you strike really hard and you're striking which one? Whichever one is fresh. The, the one that's fresh. Okay. Yeah. You strike him, and because you use taunt, I'm going to give you a, a kind of an exploding die situation where you one-shot him. How do you kill him? I'm there, and I'm, like, really hurt at this point. Like, I'm bleeding out, and he just tagged me. And I kind of turn around at, the, at, the, at that final kind of blow, and I just kind of let go of all of the kind of training and uh, kind of classy dancing duelist moves that I have. And I go like full mercenary and I just run at him with this fang and lodge it in his stomach. And then when I get up to him, like I push it upward into his chest and like look in his eyes as I'm like bleeding my blood everywhere. Um, say full mercenary again, because your your microphone did a weird thing. Oh, I go full mercenary, and I stab him. Nice. Got that, Mook. <laughs> <laughs> he looks you in the eye, and of course he has these snake eyes, which are reptilian and almost unemotional, but they cloud up really quickly with the essence of death as he slowly slides down further into your blade. And right then, one of the other mooks knows that you're not paying attention and you're dropping your guard. And he swings his sword really hard towards you. And right before the sword hits your head, an arrow goes through the snake's torso and sends him to the ground. And you hear your father's voice say, Keep your guard up. What are you doing? And you see at the end of the hallway, your father. Why are you bringing my cape into a sewer, for Christ's sake? Uh, my regrets, Signore. I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to do you proud. Stop. Stop talking and fight. Uh, yes. And I, I brandish my one poisoned dipped blade and my gigantic monster fang. And I kind of like show it off to him for a second before like I like <laughs> kick the guy in the face. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say that with your flurry of, oh shit, dad's watching. I don't want to disappoint. You're able to knock out the rest of the moves. They fall to the ground and Giovanna's got her foot right on top of Mother Biblia. I'm going to say that you all can now uh, bind her and uh, pull her out of the sewer. Your father comes up to you and goes, 
You did not think I'd noticed my capes had been askew when I went into my room? I confess, Papa, I was in a hurry, but I tried to be as careful as I could. I'm sorry. Child, I understand. It's just I'm old, and any time I can see my lovely child, I uh, would like to say hello, of course. Yes, as you can see, it was quite the emergency. I mean, Giovanna, she's uh, doing a fine job, but you know, two is always better than one. Well, you have it under control now. You've done a good job. As always, I'm proud of you. Now, uh, get out of the sewer before the fabric of my clothes start to pick up all that smell. And uh, <laughs> make sure you come by for dinner in a couple of days, or I will find you. <laughs> yes, signore. I won't make that mistake again. And I give him a little peck on the cheek. He taps you on your shoulder and disappears down the way that he came. All right. So you have her bound. You head over to the island where the sorcerers are waiting. They have the book. They have all of the different things to go on. Here's the deal. So this is a ritual and it requires a lot of points and it's going to make Giovanna want to hurl because it's everything that she hates. Basically, you're going to be ripping the soul out of Mother Biblia and putting it back into the book. I'm going to say you're each going to help. So you're going to each give a plus one to the sorcerers to get a plus four while they're doing this ritual. I'm going to make you all roll to see whether or not the ritual works. So that way, if it doesn't, you can't blame me. The hit that you want to get is a plus eight. So they have a plus four. So that means that they have to roll at least a four for this to work. Now, who gets to roll? Well, Michelle, you're one, two. Farah, you're three, four. Um, actually, I need an eight for this, don't I? Math <laughs> Sam, you're five, six, and Candace, you're seven, eight. So we'll see who's going to roll this. This is kind of appropriate. Sam, because you're the prophet, it makes the most sense. I fucking knew it. That's just the way my life turns out. I was just... <laughs> exactly. So for this to work, you need to roll at least a four. Okay. Or something horrible is going to happen. Can I put something of mine in it or no? Nope, it's a straight up roll. Flat roll. Flat roll. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Six. Woo! Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So. Shout outs to the Abrea Merchan dice. <laughs> <laughs> Through corruption, which is so anti Denari, you saved Denari. Her spirit is sucked from Mother Biblia, and by doing so, she ages rapidly, and she suddenly becomes several thousand years old to the point where she just becomes dust and then flitters into the wind away. And the book suddenly has all of the writing in it, and it you can feel the presence of the goddess in it, and you take it back to the city, and the priest thanks you all so much. And for your incredible work, they give you several thousand coins to spend as you want. And the priest says, I appreciate everything you've done. We obviously need tighter security with our books and better policies on how we're dealing with people. We have created a new managerial position called the Master of the Page. 
We have picked one of our most trusted librarians from our different libraries to take up this position. He will be your contact, but unlike Mother Biblia, he has been vetted much better and knows that we will be watching closely. You all have done an incredible job, and we hope that you will stay with the libraries and continue to help us in the coming months. Your new master of the page is... Head Librarian Bowman. And this man walks out. He's probably in his 50s, a little, you know, peppered hair and a mustache with little uh, bifocals on, a librarian to the core. And he says, hello, I've uh, heard so much about you. And I look forward to working with all of you. I've been told that you saved the city. I'm very impressed. And you all make your way back to the library with your gold. And that is where we're ending season one of Bookhound Bounty Hunters. Yay! 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 <laughs> uh-huh. I thought about it right before. It's like every we all clap and it's like a little like Marvel cutscene. <laughs> and we're like sitting around the table like, drinking tea and like counting our gold like it's all in like little stacks on the table and Tisha just turns over to Giovanna and Katya and goes so what's this about this burlesque house I keep hearing about <laughs> that's a great post credit scene I love yes. That. yes let's find out where all of these incredibly talented people are uh, let's start with uh, Candace. Hello, everyone. I am Candace, and I have been Leonardo Leo De Silvo. It has been a pleasure playing them for you. You can find me at that Candace Girl on Twitter or at Candace the Magnificent. That's Candace C A N D A C E the Magnificent. Pretty much everywhere else, like YouTube, Twitch, and uh, Instagram. Yes, Instagram. Um, you can find me at a variety of places. So just keep an eye out on social media. I'll be on Among the Stacks, which you can find on Spotify, the Barely Bookish podcast, also on Spotify. Howdy, howdy, everyone. I have been Sam. I will always be Sam with two M's. And I have had the pleasure of playing our favorite drunken prophet, snake charmer, Sad girl, uh, Tisha Valor. You can find me on the interwebs at Lust for Life X. That's L U S T T F O R L I F E E X. And that is where you can stay up to date with everything that I am doing on the very regular basis or sometimes not so regular basis. Uh, around this time, uh, you should be watching, catching up in general with uh, Strix U. Uh, over at Black Girl Mage's channel and all other types of fun stuff that I will be on doing through the rest of 2023. Uh, I have been Farah Sarpkaya uh, and I've had the delight of playing the uh, the immovable Giovanna Literatura. You can find me at Farakaya on all the social medias. You can also find me over at Crossroad Games and depending on when you're listening to this on Love Windcraft's Beasts of America and many other places. So hit me up on the socials to see what I'm doing. Hey, I'm Michelle and I have been Katja throughout this adventure and uh, had a blast. And you can find me on the socials at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. 
You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects if you subscribe to the Plate Mail Games catalog through the BattleBards app. Awesome. And I'm Wes Otis. You can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. You can find the show at 12 Sided Stories, the number 12 Sided and then Sided Stories on Hive, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Post.News. We are all over the place. So if you don't like the Bird app, we are other places as well. The best place to find us, though, is on Discord, where we can talk about games, we can talk about the show, you can ask questions, all that good stuff. If you want to support the show, follow us over on Patreon or Coffee. become a subscriber, that helps a ton. If you wanted to give us a uh, shout out on your favorite social media, that's good. Or give us a review on your preferred platform. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this season. So until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.